from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The state, and across the nation, and it's a state. The guns, the fake, the fraud, the messing with me. Welcome to the second ever episode of Brand Supremacy. I am your host, Mike De Niro, and we're going to get into the action real quick. But first, before we start the podcast, I want to thank you all for subscribing. Thanks for leaving your five-star reviews, and thank you for following along on this journey as we go back in time and talk about the original brand split between Raw and SmackDown back in 2002. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Fight for Wednesday Night. For all the latest information on every podcast in the Fight for Wednesday Night family, including this one, including the Fight for Monday Night, every Monday night. And thanks for always checking out the Fight for Wednesday Night after AEW and NXT. So, let's get into the action. WWF Monday Night Raw, April 1st, 2002, the very first Raw of this brand new era in WWE where there was a split between Raw and SmackDown, two unique rosters, two unique shows, two unique feels. Raw opens up this week with Ric Flair welcoming everybody to the new era of Raw. He says he will make sure that tonight he will get Austin to sign with WWF Raw and also he introduces the brand new, very beautiful undisputed title no longer will the undisputed champion carry both the wcw and the wwf title they will carry this one unified world heavyweight championship the first match well first before we get into the show let's talk about the brand new look for the show great setting great new set awesome titantron also we have a brand new theme song for the show as you heard in the intro of this show that was the brand new intro song of Monday Night Raw, and it was an iconic, iconic way to open up the show that lasted for a couple years, and probably one of my favorite Monday Night Raw intros. First match of the show, we start off with a great wrestling match, wonderful opener, Rob Van Dam putting up his Intercontinental Champion against Booker T. These two have a lot of history with each other, I forgot that they had this matchup, but this was the very first matchup of this new era of Monday Night Raw, and Van Dam wins the match, like I said, this was a great freaking match, I really enjoyed it. Afterwards, Eddie Guerrero returns to the WWF after being released earlier in the year. 
And he attacks Rob Van Dam and hits him with a vicious... I was about to say the five-star frog splash, but it wasn't the five-star frog splash. It was the regular frog splash. And not to take nothing away from Rob Van Dam's frog splash, but Eddie Guerrero just looks so freaking good doing that frog splash. Like, that was amazing. Anyway, good to see Eddie on this show. Vince comes out. Vince McMahon, who's not supposed to be here on this show, he's now strictly the owner of SmackDown, not of Raw. He comes out. He says he's here tonight to sign Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ric Flair comes out with security. He says that Vince doesn't belong on the premises. And he has the Big Show come out and remove Vince McMahon. This was a very funny segment. Big Show tosses him out into the parking lot. Vince tries to get his way back in, but he can't because Big Show's guarding the door. We have a pretty unique one-on-one matchup between William Regal and Spike Dudley, where Spike Dudley actually got the win. That's an upset in my book. The NWO's in the house. They take over the old APA dressing room, or lack thereof. They spray paint it, they take over, and Crash Holly goes and tells Bradshaw that this is taking place, so Bradshaw goes to confront the NWO, and they basically kick his fucking ass. Bubba Ray Dudley versus Raven in a hardcore match, ECW's flashbacks here. This was a really good matchup between these two, very, you know, well, I wouldn't say really good, it was just... Your typical hardcore match hitting each other with weapons. These guys have a lot of history in ECW. I enjoyed it. I was glad that Ray won the matchup. He's the new hardcore champion. Ric Flair comes out. He goes to present Triple H with the title. Undertaker comes out and confronts Ric Flair. He said that he beat Triple H at WrestleMania just like he beat Ric Flair at WrestleMania. He wants the title. Triple H comes out. Taker versus Undertaker. Well, Taker versus Undertaker. What the hell am I talking about? Taker versus Triple H. Is signed for Backlash. These two have a stare down. Triple H wants to go right now. Taker says he can wait to Backlash. So Backlash. What we thought of at the time. The main event would be set. As Triple H versus The Undertaker. We had the Hardy Boys. In a very unique tag team match. Against the Big Boss Man and Mr. Perfect. This was really cool to see. Two legendary WWF stars. Against this high flying. New coming tag team at the time. The Hardy Boys. Really unique match. The Hardys get the win. But afterwards, they're demolished by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is still coming in and making these surprise attacks. Take, taking out everybody and laying waste to everybody he steps in the ring with. We get something that probably didn't age too well. And would never happen today. But we got Terry Reynolds versus Trish Stratus in a bikini paddle on a pole match. Now, I know for a lot of guys back in the day who watched this, they probably were loving this, and this is probably their favorite part of Raw. You know, it was, it was nice to see. Trish Stratus wins in a very quick matchup, but then Molly Holly comes out before she could paddle and spank Terry and takes the paddle and destroys Trish Stratus with a monster hit with the paddle over the head. No more is this the all-American good girl Molly Holly. She now has a mean streak in her. Stone Cold's backstage. He goes into Ric Flair's office. He tells them to let Vince McMahon into the show, into the building tonight, because he wants to hear what he has to say. He said it's only fair. I want to do things fair. Let's hear what he has to say, and then I'll make my decision on who I want to be with Raw or SmackDown. Ric Flair reluctantly he says okay, whatever. Then the main event of the night in the wrestling wise, in the wrestling aspect was X Pac versus Kane. This was a good matchup. A lot of interference by Hall and Nash, though. X-Pac and Kane have a lot of history. Stepping back from their tag team in 98, they 
feuded over Terry, or yeah, Terry, back in the nineties. Like I said, they were a team. They feuded. They hated each other. Kane was a part of DX briefly because of X Pac, and then you know X Pac comes. He goes away. He comes back. He's now part of the NWO. Kane is basically Ric Flair's hired henchman to go against the NWO, and we get a rejuvenation of the feud with well with Kane and X Pac. This match ended in a DQ when Hall and Nash attacked Kane in front of the referee's eyes. Bradshaw comes out. He evens the odds, and we have unity between Kane and Bradshaw, and they run off the NWO. This show ends with Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out. McMahon and Flair, they're arguing on who's going to sign him. They give both they both give him his, their best, I guess, like, offer. Stone Cold says that he's going to sign with McMahon. And then, boom, Stone Cold Stunner takes out Vince McMahon. He says it's April Fool's. He wasn't going to sign with McMahon after all. Ric Flair goes crazy. He's like, woo, woo. Stone Cold's coming to Raw. He starts strutting. He's wooing. He asks for the beer. He's throwing beer everywhere. He goes and knee drops the beer. Classic Ric Flair here. Just off his freaking rocker. And then Stone Cold stuns Ric Flair. But he does end up signing to Raw. So Raw goes off the air with Stone Cold signing to Raw. And we will see him exclusively now on the Red Brand. So that was Monday Night Raw for April 1st. That was the very first Raw of the new era. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that this had a very unique feel and felt so different than last week's Raw. It was... Very different in the aspect of there's a new look, there's a new set, there's a unique roster, there's a lot of star power, and... Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. We are not going to be seeing Mr. Man on the show after this for a while. So I give that show a four out of five. I really enjoyed it. We're going to move on to April 4, 2002, SmackDown, the very first SmackDown of this new era. Vince McMahon welcomes us to the show, kind of like Ric Flair did on Monday. Vince says he has a new name. Well, he Vince says that 
Ric Flair had no right to name the number one contender because he won the coin toss to get the first pick of the draft and the first pick of the number one contendership for the Undisputed Champion. So he says that Undertaker will not be facing Triple H at Backlash. He said, but he will be naming the new number one contender for Backlash and Triple H's Undisputed title tonight on SmackDown. The show starts out with Kurt Angle coming out. He says that he wants Triple H. No one beat Triple H more than him. He says he has 26 reasons on, on why he should be the number one contender. He's interrupted by Chris Jericho, who says he deserves the title shot. They're interrupted by The Rock, who comes out and says he deserves a title shot. But then he says no one else deserves a title shot. But then he thinks about it says, wait, there is one man who deserves the title shot because he will always get a shot whenever he wants. He said, instead, I think I should give the title shot to the one and only, the immortal Hulk Hogan. So, The Rock is really, really pushing hard for Hogan to get this title shot. First match of the night, we had Sky Zuhadi and the hip-hop hippo Albert. They go against Billy and Chuck for the tag team titles. Billy and Chuck beat uh, Sky Zuhadi and Albert with the help of Rico, who hit him with a beautiful spinning heel kick. After the match, Albert attacks Sky Zuhadi. He's now a heel. He's going solo, baby. But yeah, so Albert's now going solo. Vince McMahon cuts a promo. He says that he agrees with The Rock. And indeed, it will be the immortal Hulk Hogan versus Triple H at Backlash for the WWE Undisputed Championship. We had a nice little match between Christian and DDP. This match had a video package beforehand. They were treating it like it was a big deal. But once they got in the ring, it was a very quick matchup. Christian gets the win over Diamond Dallas. Kurt Angle and Edge are backstage. This is the classic segment with Kurt Angle looking at pictures. Well, Edge has old pictures of them as a team. And as Kurt Angle's looking at the pictures on the back, it says, I suck. And just a classic segment. It's viral on YouTube. Just Google Kurt Angle, I suck, Edge. And this is the first thing that's going to come up first. That, that sounded very wrong. Kurt Angle, I suck, Edge. All right. Anyway. So, yeah. Classic segment here. Then Triple H comes out. He said that it doesn't matter if he's going against Undertaker or Hulk Hogan. Hogan comes out, and Hogan comes out in the notorious and classic red and yellow, which was great to see Hogan back in his red and yellow Hulkamania attire. Uh, Taz pointed this out, that this is the old Hulk Hogan. It was great to see him like this, not in the NWO black and white. Hulk Hogan says that he never thought it would get bigger than WrestleMania 1, where he fought... When he teamed up with Mr. T and fought Roddy Piper and Orndorff. Or WrestleMania 3 where he press slammed Andre the Giant. Or WrestleMania 18 when he faced The Rock. But now he says thanks to the fans. They keep on bringing Hulkamania back. He will be the new Undisputed Champion. Triple H says that it will be an honor to face Hulk Hogan. He said he looked up to Hulk Hogan. But he has no problem taking him out. He said he's that damn good. He's the game. Hits him all the catchphrases. They stare down. Hulk Hogan hits him with the what you gonna do. This is gonna be a great matchup at Backlash. By the way, I will be reviewing the pay-per-views as they come along also. I'm not going to be skipping over the pay-per-views. So as these shows build up to a pay-per-view, I will be reviewing the pay-per-views as well on this podcast as a bonus. So I will be talking about Backlash. Just same thing with the uh, Fight for Monday Night podcast. Every WCW and WWF pay-per-view that comes up, I will be watching. And reviewing on the podcast. So it's not just Nitro. It's not just Raw. It's not just Raw from here. And it's not just SmackDown. You will get your pay-per-view reviews from this time period also. We had 
uh, Maven versus Bob Holly. Bob Holly destroys Maven. Main event of the night, we had The Rock versus Chris Jericho. This was a really good matchup. Kurt Angle comes out. He's fought off by Edge. The Rock beats Chris Jericho with the people's elbow. We go off the air with The Rock standing tall. I enjoyed this show. This was a really good show. One thing I noticed in this show was it was very wrestling heavy. SmackDown had presented more wrestling matches than Raw, where Raw was more segment heavy. So this was really good. And yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to also mention Billy Kidman and Tajeri's Cruiserweight title match was pretty good. Also, pretty uh, Billy Kidman wins the title. Tajeri then fired Tori Wilson because it was Tori Wilson's fault why Billy Kidman basically won the match. But yeah, this was a really good show. I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10, but I do not think it was better than Monday Night Raw. Raw had more on the line with having Stone Cold decide who he's signing with, and that added more to the show in my opinion. So I'm going to give it to Raw this week. But... SmackDown with a phenomenal show, and I can't wait to continue on in this journey because these shows are just, they're not just nostalgic, but they're just, they stand up to today's product. They are great shows. As a matter of fact, these shows are better than today's product in the WWE world because I am not a fan of current Raw and SmackDown, so thank God I have this. So turn in next week, so we will talk about week three of Brand Supremacy and who had the better show then. But right now, Monday Night Raw is on a roll with two to zero, basically. Two weeks in a row, Monday Night Raw had the better show. So, once again, tune in next week. Tune in on Monday for Raw vs. Nitro. And then tune in on Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday Night, the mothership show of the channel, AEW vs. NXT. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 